we have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order, a world where the rule of law, not the law of the jungle, governs the conduct of nations. When we are successful, and we will be, we have a real chance at this new world order, an order in which a credible United Nations can use its peacekeeping role to fulfill the promise and vision of the UN's founders. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Animal Farm, the one and only. You have indeed found it. The date today is April the 22nd, 2008. I am Ben Miller, and I'm here with my fellow HR 1955 thought criminals, Tony Pax. Hello, Ben. And Pyeth on the soundboard. Hello. We've got a great show for you guys tonight. We have a ton of news, tons of audio clips, your phone calls, and that classic Animal Farm analysis we all know and love. Straight ahead, ladies and gentlemen, you are on the farm. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. You're listening to the for the opener this week, Ben. <laughs> it was so strange, too, because I had put the TV on, I guess it was a couple days ago in the morning, and I saw, I was catching WWE, just with some, you know, thing on, and impersonators of Bill Clinton and Hillary came on the stage, and I, I turned, it, I turned well. it off. And then I, I go to CNN, and I was like, ah, oh, they must have been covering this thing. And no, it was something completely different, and it was actually the candidates, uh, Barack Obama, John McCain, Hillary Clinton, doing these... <laughs> I don't even know what you call these these voice they're not voiceovers but they were kind of <laughs> talking to the crowds and now well I'll just let it explain itself how about the presidential that. candidates are taking part in a new smackdown all three will make special appearances uh, tonight on world wrestling entertainment on the hit Monday night show raw in this uh, battle to win over wrestling fans uh, slash voters you can bet the candidates are going to the mat with their best WWE lingo listen to this Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton, but tonight, in honor of the WWE, you can call me Hillrod. I've got one question. Do you smell what the rock is cooked? And what you going to do when John McCain and all his McCainiacs run wild on you? The WWE uh, says it offered to let the Senators Clinton and Obama settle their primary battle in the wrestling ring. They took a pass on that. Yeah, well, they see that, I'd pay money to see. Yeah. Clinton and Barack in the ring. Uh, 
This is pretty much the worst video ever made. Yeah, I mean, if you're a wrestling fan, you have to be disgusted. In fact, you might never watch wrestling again because this actually happened. What's you going to do when the McCain Yeah, I mean, I couldn't even say it fluently in this case. It's shameful and it's embarrassing. And to quote Pete, I am dumber now because of this ad or this little thing. And maybe we'll go back to it later on and play the the you know the, the poetry with the words here and it just goes to show you folks that uh, you know 99 out of 100 politicians are just not funny even if they want to be and I think the Dick Cheney uh, who was really ripping it up a couple nights ago or last week <laughs> during this little dinner and this is what he had to say you and the press need to go easy on Senator Clinton on the whole business about running and ducking from gunfire in Bosnia she made an honest mistake she confused the Bosnia trip for the time I took her hunting. Okay. Ooh. I wonder what Harry Whittington feels about that comment. I wonder what his thoughts are on that after he got a <laughs> buck like, shot in the face. Getting shot in the face is not funny. Oh, man. <laughs> That's one I happen to agree with. Anywho, so this is the, uh, you know, amidst all the economic and, and, and you know, the financial news alone, uh, not to mention we got some... We got some good and some bad news on the military front, Ben, and some good news on the 9-11 front. Uh, the workers are granted a new program now uh, through New York City. But, you know, with all the stuff going on, this is hardly the stuff that you want to see. And, unfortunately, it's all over the place. But um, let's mosey on fourth here out of Yahoo News. Court says search of laptop with porn is now legal or was legal, I guess, before. A U.S. No. Yeah, a U.S. Customs inspection of a laptop computer that fouled Child pornography does not constitute an unreasonable search and seizure, a U.S. federal appeals court ruled on Monday. Michael Arnold argued the U.S. Constitution's protections against searches without reasonable suspicion should have barred a 2005 search of his laptop at Los Angeles International Airport upon returning from the Philippines. He was later charged with child pornography and related crimes. Uh, before I go on here, Ben, like we always say, and I'm against kitty porn completely, 110%, but how yeah. come it's always used as the one thing that, uh, you know, especially for data and digital rights management and all this stuff, why is it always used as an excuse to get into someone's personal life, personal information, what they do? It's always child pornography. Because you know, it's, always, it's all geared towards that. It's all geared towards uh, anti-privacy yeah. and uh, getting, getting people, you know, to... To expose their their private in their lives. That's what everything's geared towards. Them. Yeah, I mean, and we know that. Hey, whoa! Wasn't that great, kid? <laughs> yeah, well, and it is a problem, a legitimate problem, I would say. But again, it, it seems as though the government uh, they're using it as an excuse to do whatever they want when it comes to digital spying, searches, seizures, uh, the destruction of the Fourth Amendment as we know it. Yeah, and it's worldwide oh, as well. You know, Germany right here yeah. is going to allow video surveillance inside private homes. That's what, yeah, I'm so glad you brought it up because I actually had that one queued up. That's another ridiculous thing. Changes proposed to the law governing Germany's federal criminal police operations would allow investigators to use wiretaps and surveillance cameras in homes of innocent civet, uh, citizens to keep tags on terror suspects. Everything's about terror nowadays. Uh, under the, the government proposal, federal police would be permitted to install hidden technical equipment, that is to say bugs or cameras inside or outside apartments, if there's a pressing danger for state security. Interior Minister Spokesman Stefan Paris at a new conference 
Friday, April 18th. Now, this is not just happening in Germany. We also have Section 802 of the Patriot Act, which allows for sneak and peek inside the United States, so they could surveil your home at any any point in time as long as uh, somebody just deems you a suspected terrorist. Sure. Uh, 512. Thank you. 512-646-1984 is the number. And you new listeners, we appreciate uh, you guys checking us out. Just a follow-up on that, too, Ben. This actually came out the 21st uh, yesterday. Uh, Germany's politicians are now wary about the video surveillance in homes. And, and folks, just before we go on, the reason why we talk about issues in other countries is because, uh, like the UK, so many things that are going on you know, there are coming here. Or are through already le- here, yeah. Yeah, through legislation or through force. Yeah. That's what we talk about. It's not just to cover other countries' uh, issues. No. I mean, look, what's happening over there is going to happen here. You better believe it. They were the ones in the UK. It is, George. That's a fact. Thank you, George. Uh, especially with the Surveillance Society, you know, everything that's going on in the UK is slowly being implemented here. New York City is a good example of that. But, yes, Germany's politicians are now wary about the video surveillance in homes. This is out of Deutsche Well. The German government plans to further tighten controversial anti-terror laws. Social Democrats and opposition politi- uh, politicians are concerned. So basically, the gist here, Ben, is, yeah, they're, they're starting to ask questions about it now because putting bugs in people's houses, I mean, this is uh, the, the Stasi. Well, this I guess is it is the Stasi. It, it really is. And I guess the, the question oh, there of what's going on in Germany, is it, is it you know, some of them are, are weary? Is it 20% are weary? Because we do, uh, you know, here in the United States, we have about 20% of some Democrats that are weary of what's going on. It, yeah. It's not enough to make a difference. You know, is it is the same thing that's happening over there? Yeah, it says opposition is growing. It says some politicians are worried that innocent and unsuspicious people will end up being targeted in their civil rights abuse. I think that's a given. I think yeah. everybody's civil rights will be abused if this happens. But mm-hmm. uh, just, to, just to keep on the uh, other other situation here, the court that says the search of the laptop with porn is legal. Just so you all know this, the lower court agreed with Arnold. This again is Michael Arnold. Uh, they agree with Arnold, but on Monday, the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals overturned that decision saying reasonable suspicion is not necessary to check laptops or other electronic devices coming over border checkpoints. A quote, Arnold has failed to distinguish how the search of his laptop and its, and its electronic contents is logically any different from the suspicionless border searches of travelers' luggage that the Supreme Court and we have allowed. Diarum O. Scallahane, I cannot pronounce that word, wrote for a three-judge panel. So just so you know, folks, you know, if you're traveling with your laptop, make sure nothing uh, that isn't copied or anything illegal is on the laptop. I make sure I yeah. have kitty corner or anything like that, Ben, but yeah, I mean, before you know it, it's take out your laptop, turn it on, let me look through it, good God, you know, who knows? Yes. Let me rip out the hard drive. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, every, <laughs> it's, just, it's just another way to get you in jail, I suppose. Yeah, and uh, that's good news coming about um, uh, from the electronic arena. New Jersey court requires subpoena for internet subscriber records. So uh, I guess New Jersey courts are saying that you need a subpoena for ISPs to give over the personal data that the person has searched, hey. uh, which is, which is right. a little bit of good news. Uh, this is out of the Associated Press today. Uh, from Newark, New Jersey, Internet service providers must not re- release personal information about users in New Jersey without a valid subpoena, even to police, the state's high court ruled Monday. New Jersey Supreme Court found that the state's constitution gives greater protection against, un- against unreasonable searches and seizures than the U.S. Constitution. Now, see, this coming out of the Associated Press is even skewed in itself because it makes it almost seem that the word unreasonable is the uh, is, is the method in which the 
the laws is, is, is enacted, and, and that's a the Michael Hayden term. philosophy. Yes, basically. The Michael, Michael Hayden. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Never mind the probable cause. We're just talking about unreasonable searches and seizures, yep. which is completely in the eye of the, eye of the beholder. I would imagine. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, well, it's reasonable. Yeah, well, it's reasonable to who is the question, and we have some other interesting slash good news. FCC chairman tells Senate panel no new internet regulations are necessary. But first, I want to jump to the phone calls. Uh, Brandon in Oklahoma, you're on the Animal Farm. What's on your mind? Brandon, are you there? Going once. Going twice. Okay, sold. Washington Federal Communications Commission Chairman <laughs> Kevin Martin said Thursday, or excuse me, Tuesday, there's no need for new regulation of the Internet, saying his agency has all the authority it needs to prevent discrimination by Internet service providers. Quote, I do, thank you, George. I do not believe any additional regulations are needed at this time. Martin said at a hearing before the Senate Commerce Committee, noting recent enforcement actions by the commission, the FCC has conducted two hearings on network management following admissions by Comcast Corporation that it sometimes delayed, delayed file sharing traffic for subscribers as a way to keep web traffic flowing. So at least uh, at this point, Ben, no new regulations on the Internet. You can check that internet. out. That's right out of Fox News. Once again, folks, the number has changed. I'm sure most of you already know that. It's not the 888 number anymore. It's the 512-646-1984. Uh, we got some really interesting news talking about DNA tonight, Ben. I really want to spend some time on that uh, maybe after this next break or later on. I got a lot of audio clips, and I want to get your phone calls. Great job last week. Uh, as always, folks, you guys really contributed. Um, and, of course, we had uh, William Lewis on with the documentary, and, and folks, yeah. that was just a, a great interview. Yeah. And, and just, just to let everybody know, yeah. we, we have uh, set up an affiliate program with um, William Lewis and Take Back Washington. So if you go to AnimalFarmShow.com, if you want to purchase that movie, um, we've got it right on the homepage, right sure. there on the bottom right of the page. Um, and you can just do that, click on there, and... Uh and uh, uh, go ahead and just buy the movie, and it's great. And I'd buy a couple copies for yourself, a couple copies for your friends, and hand them out to people that, that need them, because this really is a, a good tool. It's a, it's a damn damn fine tool. I'll give it to somebody uh, along, with, along with Freedom to Fascism, and you're really going really gonna to open some minds with it. Yeah, I mean, the fact that we, we were comparing it to Freedom to Fascism, it just it, that film in and of itself is, it isn't like we talked about it. It isn't the scare tactic. It isn't to go out there and scare people into doing something. It's like, here, you know, here, here it is. It's a matter of fact. It's Dragnet. It's just, exactly. just the facts, man. Uh, you know, so many people, good people out there. <laughs> That's a great clip. <laughs> great clip, bud. So many people out there don't recognize what trouble we're really in. It's it's just, you know, it's, well, the government, they're all bastards and all corrupt. Yeah, we know, but uh, it, it goes way beyond that. And we talked about this issue or this one story, Ben, I think it was months and months ago, where in Florida there was a suspect who was on the loose, still, you know, still at large, this whole thing. And cops were actually stopping traffic to take... DNA. Now, of course, this was a voluntary traffic stop, and this had me going nuts. I think I like almost lost my mind that night. I probably cussed a couple times and had to drink like seven beers, but I was up in arms at the time. And again, this is a while back, and I'm saying, oh my God, you know, is this the way that cops are now tra trained to catch criminals? Never mind detective work. Yeah, yeah. And sure I'm enough, you idiot. That's right, Arnold. Uh, and now we have stories tonight, several stories going around, that they're going to take your DNA even if you are a suspect. In other words, if you get arrested, then it could be for traffic violations. What? It could be for... You know, having your shirt off in a park or something. It could be a false Any, arrest. Anything that causes you to get arrested yeah. now can get uh, your DNA into a database. And you can take me, yeah. but you will never take me. 
Get my bunghole. And and like we always say, folks, if you still have that, well, I have nothing to hide mentality, fine, great. Uh, but we got to talk about the Constitution and Bill of Rights when we apply these laws and these new practices and measures that police and uh, cops are taking. It's just, it's it's mind-boggling, Ben. It's mind-boggling. It is absolutely crazy. I mean, and, and to make it even worse, I have this article right here from AP. Feds want to require visitors' fingerprints when leaving the U.S., Yes. Yes. Bush administration would require commercial airlines and cruise line operators to collect information such as fingerprints from international travelers and send the information to Homeland Security Department soon after the travelers leave the country, according to a proposed rule. See, it's not about protecting the country no. or fingerprinting people when they're coming in. It's about getting them into a database. Right. It's all about control and indoctrination and, and all these, these great things. The proposal, which will be announced Tuesday, will close the security gap identified after the 9-11 attacks and identify which visitors have overstayed their visas. This is ridiculous. That's unbelievable. Oh, <laughs> this is a, a security, this is a supposed security gap. Yeah. Uh, that happened, uh, that uh, let 9-11 happen, but uh, the, no. the uh, terrorists wanting visas and then being stopped before they get in and then the FBI had saying, you know, oh no, continuing, they're, they're an op, let them in, they're, yeah. they're one of us, let them in. Uh, that, that wasn't a gap whatsoever. This is the gap. Therefore, we need to fingerprint everybody uh, after leaving the country. Yeah, well, and listen, we're broadcasting uh, primarily in Texas, and folks, you know, uh, call me a liar. I mean, you know better than I do. Oh, we're in New York. The borders are not secure, so all this stuff doesn't equate. It doesn't add up at all. So uh, plenty more on that, folks. When we get back, I do want to talk about this DNA case. I've got some audio, and we do have an update on the North American Union and an update on the Hope Steffi case. So stay tuned, folks. Lots to come on the farm. Take care. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. Now you and your friends and family can enjoy the sweetest, cleanest drinking water anytime, even while traveling, camping, at sporting events, or in emergency situations. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner 
or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. This is Jack Blood of the syndicated radio talk show Deadline Live with a very important public service announcement. Most analysts and pundits agree that a preemptive and possibly a nuclear attack on Iran will take place within the next several weeks. This must be stopped. With a majority of Americans and peoples of the world against another major war, the need for a new 9-11 or a Gulf of Tonkin exists and may be executed by the military-industrial complex. The 9-11 Truth Movement has responded with a direct counter-operation entitled The Week of Truth. The Week of Truth was initiated by the most influential leaders, personalities, researchers, and activists in the 9-11 Truth Movement today. The award-winning actor Daniel Sinjata has accurately described the Week of Truth as a tipping point for the entire Truth Movement. We must alert the public now to the truth of 9-11 and the realities of false flag terrorism or pay the consequences. We must have your help to circumnavigate the mass media blockade for truth and information. Support this unilateral effort. Go to www.weekoftruth.org. That's www.weekoftruth.org right now and get started. Failure is not an option. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Phone number is 512-646-1984 to reach us. That's 512-646-1984. If you want to instant message us, it is AOL Instant Message Name, Animal Farm Show, all one word. Uh, Check it out. This uh, we were just talking about some police state news and some ridiculousness that's going on. Um, Plenty to go around. Yes, I have an article from the UK Daily Mail. Father of four, oh, yeah, father of four taken to court and fined because he overfilled his wheelie bin by just four inches. My goodness. With his rubbish collected once, only once a fortnight, Garrett Courthill's wheelie bin was so filled, the lid wouldn't shut. That's unacceptable in the U.K. Unbelievable. (laughs) And for that, the father of four finds himself with a criminal record. Magistrates convicted the 26-year-old bus driver after hearing evidence that the lid was four inches ajar which is against rules to stop bins overflowing. He was ordered to pay 210 pounds a week's wages for this poor guy after he declined to pay an on-the-spot fine imposed by the local council's bin police. Bin police! They have bin police in the UK now. This is a, a little foreshadow of what's to come here in the United States. Oh, boy. To add insult to injury, he was told to pay a 15-pound victim surcharge to help victims of violence, despite there being no victim and threatened with prison if he failed to pay. Doesn't that, that, I, I think the article goes on to say that this, this penalty that he had to suffer with, this, uh, with the fee there, even criminals of those horrid crimes, let's say a rape or something like that, they don't, they don't even have to do that. Yeah. If it goes on to save you, I, I don't want to quote it. Uh, well, it says his penalty compares with the typical on-the-spot fine of 80 pounds given to shoplifters. Yeah. Even repeat offenders. <laughs> oh, my God. Now take me to jail. Oh, man. Uh, Yesterday, the council of Copeland in Cumbria said that Mr. Corkhill's family had caused problems for, quote-unquote, the battle to reduce waste. Oh, my goodness. Dun-dun. All right. So, well, as I actually promised last week, we do have this, I guess it's a Hope Steffi case update. It's not really about Hope Steffi. I think their trial is going on now, but I think they were talking about April or May. But apparently, other women have come forth since the Hope Steffi case 
has gained popularity. And folks, if you don't know, check it out. H O P E S T E F F E Y. Hope Steffi, um, just a woman who was a victim of a, an assault, and she ended up uh, basically being raped by a bunch of cops on film. Not physically raped, but almost everything but. Uh, really horrible, and something that really stripped down naked, stripped down naked, uh, left, left in a cell for hours. hours. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's unsightly. But folks, the the videos are on YouTube. You can see what the cops did. They were filming it for some ungodly reason. Uh, regardless, we do have this update. I want to see all this video, Tonight, please. New yeah. developments in the case of Hope Steffi. She's the Stark County woman who says she was brutally strip-searched inside the county jail. Her lawyers say four more women have come forward with similar stories. The investigator, Tom Meyer, has the latest in this exclusive ongoing investigation. Valentina Dishko doesn't speak English. She left Ukraine to escape the fear of KGB persecution. For the past nine years, she's called North Canton home. But two years ago, she felt like she was back in Ukraine. Dishko's son in South Carolina saw our original report on Hope Steffi and told his mom. Steffi was stripped naked by men and women and left in a Stark County jail for six hours. The story brought back ugly memories of Dishko's experience inside the same jail. Dishko says officers told her to remove all her clothes, and she did, without understanding why. She says she was given a gown to wear. And the clothes fell up to her, and like a part, partially this fell, and he, she said like she, she saw was some men saw that. She told the interpreter the clothing she was given kept falling down, and at times exposed her naked chest to male guards. And this whole ordeal was taking place because of some homeschooling issue. It had to do with whether Valentina had the appropriate books at the right time. And there was just a big mix-up. At the time, Dishko was educating two of her eight children here at home. The Stark County Sheriff's Department notified her about a warrant for her arrest from the Stark County Family Court. She went to the sheriff's office and was quickly handcuffed and thrown in jail on a misdemeanor charge of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. She was asked to remove, to remove her clothes and her undergarments. What's the purpose? What's the purpose of that? It's demeaning. The sheriff's office says the medical department placed her on suicide precaution and required Dishko to remove all her clothes for her own safety. Dishko says she's never been suicidal. That's twice we've heard that, <laughs> of the police asking a woman to remove her own clothes for her own safety. Indeed. And I'd love to know of one safety benefit of removing your clothes for a police officer. I have never anything like that in my life. She said it was very bad because there was no reason. They treat her like a, like a killer, like a bad people, and they put without any reason her in prison. After this mother of eight children spent three days behind bars, a judge quickly dismissed her case. We don't understand the, the, the connection between the removal of clothes and a delinquency issue. Since the Hope Steffi case broke, her lawyers say four women, including Dishko, have come forward to report similar stories. We're seeing a pattern. Apparently, every woman, every woman that cries or gets emotional is deemed to be suicidal. How many times have we heard oh. Alex Jones say that that drives them crazy, that showing that you are prey to some of these cops? And again, we're not categorizing all cops as bad. Just so, just to clarify, we're not saying we're saying that select few cops are well, Tony, the ones we doing to, this. We have to admit that there is certain is a there is a certain conditioning when hiring police officers that they do have to have certain traits 
in regards to them. And that has changed, changed significantly over the last 20 years. That pre- yeah, it has. We've heard firsthand from people who Absolutely. went through the actual training. And, yes, they but are that, training our police like military. Yeah, that predator trait that's that's in there, that low IQ predator trait, um, uh, a lot of these cops are being hired. Yeah, I mean, that is the that's ingredient. That's like the first ingredient in the uh, overall dish of martial law. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse the pun. But no, by the way, you know, to answer your question about, you know, her being safer, safer with her clothes off, she won't trip on her shoelace. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, no, no, Ben, it's actually, you know, you got me there. And that's just not right. Both the sheriff and a lawyer representing a number of corrections officers say in the case of Hope Steffi, she was drunk, out of control, and physically and verbally abusive. When Steffi was hauled to jail, they say she admitted she was willing to hurt herself, so they placed her on suicide walk. It's a complete fabrication of what happened. Uh, we're not going to play the old report. Again, folks, WKYC.com. For anybody who wants to get more information, this is a great website. Just for news, uh, they do have a lot of interesting stories. I mean, it's one of the local uh, you know, outlets here, Ben. But it's, nevertheless, it's a, good, it's a good place to go check out some news. And, and they're the only ones, they, I guess it seems that they have anything about this story. They're the only ones who had the first two Hope Steffi stories. Uh-huh. Nobody else, nobody, not CNN, not Fox, none of the big media outlets had anything to do with it and uh, and of course this is now the third this is the update that more women are coming out and the Stark County sheriffs I mean the only good news and I did read on a bit here Ben the only good news is that these bastards are losing money apparently I guess they're having funding trouble the Stark I can't imagine why uh-huh. uh, yeah. uh, I don't know you know look you know we all want a competent sheriff's office and all that but uh, I don't know what justice uh, we can serve with with these cops here with what they've done. Just to hope Steffi alone, uh, I think they should hang for what they did to her. I'm sorry. I mean, it's I, true what they say. Cops and women don't mix. Yeah, I mean, it's and, like and, eating a spoonful of Drano. <laughs> sure, it'll clean you out. They'll leave you hollow inside. <laughs> uh, I mean, so much of what we talk about, well, Silly. you know, when I when I read a story or look at an issue, Ben, I always try to apply it as if it's happened to my family. Yeah. You know, we all go through tough times, this and that. But just thinking about it, you know, if if hope Steffi was my wife or my girl girlfriend or my my niece or you know my cousin or anyway even my good friend you have to put yourself in those shoes because if this is happening in ohio and florida and california it's going to happen somewhere else and we we got to put a stop to it yeah that's just setting a precedent yeah for things that they can do you know, you know, just because it's not happening to you doesn't mean it can't happen to you. And then when it does happen, what are you going to do? So, uh, you know, th- that's the basic uh, approach that I have is that, you know, you have to react as though it's happening to your brothers or your sisters. Yeah. Just to get on. The, you just got to throw, you know, the right foot. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we were just talking about the police getting militarized. Exactly. Homeland Security Red and butter. declares war on you with Operation Sudden Impact. We'll get to that, uh, get to that after this Quick break, break, folks. number to call us is 512-646-1984, or you can instant message us, Animal Farm Show, AOL Instant Messenger. We will be right back. Stay tuned. Stick around. Hang out with us. Fabrique Nationale makes a rifle known as the Fusil Automatic Leger, or Light Automatic Rifle, considered to be the right arm of what's left of the free world. 
If you're familiar with FNFAL, then visit GunPartsGuy.com, an excellent source for parts, accessories, and technical support for all FAL rifles. If you'd like to modify or upgrade your FAL, the Gun Parts Guy has a great selection of new, refinished, and refurbished parts. The Gun Parts Guy doesn't have a federal firearms license, and he doesn't want one, but he is the source for parts and the best FAL kits today. Call James at 360-906-8369 or email GunPartsGuy at Hotmail. You'll be pleased with the personal care and technical support you get from the Gun Parts Guy. That number again, 360-906-8369. Whether you call or visit the website at GunPartsGuy.com, be sure to mention WTPRN to get an additional 10% discount off their already low, low prices. If your body isn't feeling too well these days, you're going to start taking this hemp, I say. Go to HempUSA.org. You may not like what I'm about to say, but you know I'm going to say it anyway. The government doesn't want the best for you. They keep you down. They keep you blue. They starve your body for all its nutrients. They won't let you grow industrial hemp. It really doesn't make any kind of sense when it's so healthy for the world and useful for you, my friends. I hope Mr. Bush will hear this song, for the heart of America wants this one. Go to HempUSA.org. If you're a truther, an anarchist, or renegade, you only want things that God has made. Go to HempUSA.org. We offer free shipping anywhere in the States. Go to HempUSA.org. Government is best, which governs least. Wake up and smell the fascism. Being in government means never having to say you're sorry. What part of unconstitutional do you not understand, George? In today's world full of tyranny and injustice, sometimes it seems the only thing we still have is our freedom of speech. Exercise your freedom of speech by purchasing your choice of hundreds of different Liberty Stickers, from humorous to serious, at libertystickers.com. LibertyStickers.com can even customize your own bumper stickers. It's time to stand up for what you believe. Invest in your freedom. Get your stickers at LibertyStickers.com for your family, friends, and community. Go to LibertyStickers.com or call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. And express your freedom of speech today. Call 877-873-9626. That's 877-873-9626. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. deputies, drug agents, the FBI, and even the Coast Guard, all working together, targeting terrorists. Weeks of planning came down to action this weekend when Operation Sudden Impact hit the streets and the waterways. Law enforcement officials were looking for drugs, gangs, and fugitives, but that's not all. April Thompson is here with how terrorism came into play. April. Claudia, law officers say sometimes drugs, gangs, and fugitives point to something else, another crime, terrorism. That's why, for the first time, they're changing how they go about searching for those who are searching for trouble. 
Traveling around Memphis, you probably don't think much about terrorists, but law officers do. <laughs> it was front and center stage at a roundup Saturday. Operation Sudden Impact included police, deputies, FBI, drug agents, and even gang units, all working together to see how crimes may be linked. If there are people committing uh, crimes down in Shelby, in uh, Crittenden County, that might have uh, some type of warrant or, or that we might be looking for here in Shelby County, and then we in turn feed that information into our state fusion center, which can give us a, a national and international uh, nexus if one exists. He says terrorists usually have other links, and because Memphis is a distribution center, we have to be especially on guard. That includes the waterways. The U.S. Coast Guard in Memphis was a part of Saturday's roundup, checking a boat on the river. Uh, we look at everything, the, uh, the safety of the towboat in general, and uh, we also uh, check out the, uh, the crew members um, just to make sure there's, uh, there's no, uh, nobody hiding out uh, on board the towboat, uh, any uh, felons, uh, convicts, etc. All right, so you see how this goes, where every police officer, every... Uh, um, uh, Coast Guard members is being treated as, as terrorists behind every single bush and we have to watch out and we have to be fearful and sure everybody's so paranoid about terrorists and all they do is, is they come up with these crazy crazy draconian laws that gives these these uh, I guess low-level minions the ability to go out and, and harass and do whatever they want to whoever they want uh, this particular case, Operation Sudden Impact, they started setting up roadblocks and started checking people. Papers, please. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't say it. How many words louder can you say it? Yeah. And this is more. We're not, Muslim friends. We're here to find terrorists. And you have this whole thing about pep, uh, the Pentagon propaganda story coming out. I mean, it, it, admittedly, oh, now, it's, I mean, you can't even scream it any louder how admittedly it really is. Pentagon really funding the propaganda. And, you know, anybody who still somehow is sleeping and denies that the pundits on Fox News and the people that they get for these interviews day in, day out, uh, and who always seem to have the same opinion about everything, anybody who denies that these are not controlled people who are getting a salary for what they're saying and who basically get information from the top to craft their own opinions. I printed um, that out from the New York Times website. It turned out to be 17 pages 17 of pages. investigative report that they uh, came out with. And it's really incredible. Well, uh, you know... Given the fact that we're on the radio here, I'm going to play a CNN report on it. And it's actually a really good report on it. But yeah, uh, let's, let's definitely give the link out for it afterwards. Thousands of documents obtained by the New York Times reveal an extensive Pentagon effort to use the military pundits to carry the administration's message, even while some expressed private doubts. There were regular meetings with Donald Rumsfeld when he was defense secretary and government-sponsored trips to Iraq. Some former officers sought out the spin. Fox News analyst John Garrett wrote the Pentagon, Please let me know if you have any specific points you want covered or that you would prefer to downplay. Garrett said today that no one at the Pentagon ever told him what to say. He said he's a little bit biased as a military veteran, but was balancing the negative viewpoints about the war. CNN analyst Don Shepard, a retired general, said he never provided anyone's point of view but his own. I feel no pressure whatsoever 
uh, to do anything other than prevent my honest opinions about what's going on. I certainly did not feel compelled to carry any message to anybody. Some critics, though, are appalled by the Pentagon program. What you're talking about here is a deliberate effort to subvert the democratic process, really, to fool the news media and buy it, the public, uh, to lie us into this war in Iraq. Pentagon spokesman Brian Whitman told me the department simply provided the former officers with facts and statistics, saying to suggest they could be puppets of the Defense Department is a little insulting to all of them. Oh. Retired Colonel Bill Cowan told me he was booted out of a group meeting regularly with Rumsfeld after criticizing the war effort on Bill O'Reilly's Fox show three years ago. <laughs> CNN Shepard, for his part, says such meetings can be valuable. To do what I do, which is analyze the war, I've got to meet with those people. So I meet with them. They provide briefings. They provide opportunities to ask questions. Uh, we ask those questions. The Times article also questioned why the networks don't routinely disclose that some of these retired officers work for defense contractors or pursue military contracts themselves. A CNN spokeswoman says the network terminated its relationship last year with one analyst, retired General James Spider Marks, after looking more closely into his pursuit of military contracts as an executive with McNeil Technologies. Marks, who couldn't be reached for comment, has said he disclosed his income from the technology firm to CNN. Yeah, so all of it really, of course, like everything, I guess, Ben, comes down to the almighty dollar, the currency, the power. Uh, but if you can stomach Fox News, if you can sit there for more than 10 minutes uh, and not vomit on yourself like I often do, then I will say that eventually you will learn that they are very good at what they do. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. That's bad. <laughs> Just, uh, I was asking for that one, wasn't I, Ben? Uh, my what was my point? I forgot my point the point is that if you can stomach fox news you really do get the sense that they are good at what they do not just the host spin but the way in which the pundits in this case the guests and the speakers what they do and how they say what they say really it's, it's very sneaky and like the rumsfeld of the world and um the other politicians they have a way with words yeah. and a way to get their point across and just tell you a little bit about what they want to say without telling you the things they don't want Absolutely. to hear so it's it's very interesting Interesting, at least, and I, I mean, hey, like I always say, you got to give them credit where credit's due. You know what? Shame on us. You know? Yeah. Shame on no, us. No, no kidding. Absolutely. Shame on, shame on we the people for uh, watching watching these news channels and taking them as Bible. I mean, it's all right if, if you and I watch them because we're looking at enemy 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 propaganda. Right. Excuse me. Um, and we're deciphering that. That's fine. But people that watch the news. Um, you know, they they take it as fact. They don't understand that these uh, news channels are completely, completely uh, skewing the facts. Number one, and also polarizing only what they want to report and polarizing the hell out of the out of the country. You know, you listen to a show like the Animal Farm here. We're covering so many different subjects, such a wide variety of issues. Um, it's just it's completely contrary to to anything on mainstream news. So shame on us for doing that. You know, they were. I was listening to Hannity again on the way up here. Yeah, boy. Um, and he was talking about how uh, a lot of people are going to start paying attention to politics once the election gets closer and closer and closer. So more and more people are going to start paying attention to politics. But what's going to end up happening is those people uh, that suddenly start paying attention to politics will get all smug and they'll say, mm, I, I watch CNN and I watch Fox all day and I know exactly what's yeah, going on. Exactly. So they get co-opted. So these new <laughs> these new entries into the political arena, uh, arena automatically get co-opted by these major uh, news corporations and, and and get their mind sucked dry.
Yeah, now but, but you know what, Ben Hannity's actually got a point. He's in, in this case, he's right, or at least I'll make him right. <laughs> that the problem is, there's two problems. First of all, he's right that whenever there's election coming yeah, first around, first of all, he's right. That's the first problem. Well, the problem is he's right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> in, in the case that yes, people pay attention to politics <laughs> when an election comes around yeah. uh, is the first problem, and the second problem is that word politics. Uh -huh. Every time I try to tell someone about the animal farm who, let's say, doesn't really know or care or whatever, you know, doesn't really pay attention, they say, well, what kind of show is it? And I say, well, it's a kind of a news show, and we talk about stuff. I don't want to use the word it's a political show. I don't want to use that word political because that is a bad word. And once you use that P word, that curse word, you turn people off because <laughs> you take the average Joe or the average Jane, for that matter, and if they're not already corrupted by an overwhelming amount of, of whatever else is going on, in other words, if they already say, I hate politics, then you're screwed. If they don't hate politics and they say, oh, well, I'm a liberal, oh, well, I'm a conservative, they've already been polarized. So it's so hard to find someone who can think independently and not have that polarization, that Coke or Pepsi. I mean, so many people still to this day, uh, people close to me, oh, well, you know, Hillary's going to get in there and clean it up, or this one's going to get in there and clean it up. Folks, it's not about who's going to get in there. These people are all part of the same thing. Well, it's, it's, like, it's like this Operation Sudden Impact. People take a look at this Operation Sudden Impact and they see the Coast Guard cooperating with the police and they cooperating with the federal authorities and Homeland Security and everybody right. working together to stop this one thing and they think, oh, it's very natural for that to happen. They don't understand that these are steps towards fascism, these are steps towards a police state, and these are steps towards a, 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 a dominion type of country. They don't look, they're not able to look at history and understand that these are the first steps, the centralization of, of military control in our country are the first steps towards making this a fascist dictatorship. They don't understand that. So Most people don't even know what fascism Fascism is. They hear it and they think it's like something out of Russia or you know Australia or Hitler. Yeah, it's something out of Hitler. No, fascism uh, is the synergistic efforts of government and corporation. And of course, like Aaron Russo explained, uh, what Mussolini said, it was should be called corporatism. But listen, Hillary's openly saying now that she wants to bomb Iran if they attack Israel. And we'll talk about that at more than that daily when we get back. Animal Farm Show. We shall return, folks. Plenty more on the way. Stop being the lemmy. Hi, neighbor. We all know that knowledge is power. We've tried to give you knowledge to help you prepare for rough times. There's the worldwide famine and our country's dependence on often dangerous food imports. You know about genetically poisoned food. Two-thirds of the food is disappearing with the bees along with huge crop failures from all-time record water shortages. You know they're turning food into fuel with corn ethanol plants. If we do not control our food, food will be used to control us. Food control has been the plan historically in every enslaved population and is the plan for America. The only value of the knowledge you have to take control of your food is if you choose to get a supply while you still have the freedom to choose. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. Call 800-409-5633. This is Jack Blood of the syndicated radio talk show Deadline Live with a very important public service announcement. Most analysts and pundits agree that a preemptive and possibly a nuclear attack on Iran will take place within the next several weeks. This must be stopped. 
with the majority of Americans and peoples of the world against another major war, the need for a new 9-11 or a Gulf of Tonkin exists and may be executed by the military-industrial complex. The 9-11 Truth Movement has responded with a direct counter-operation entitled The Week of Truth. The Week of Truth was initiated by the most influential leaders, personalities, researchers, and activists in the 9-11 Truth Movement today. The award-winning actor Daniel Sinjata has accurately described the Week of Truth as a tipping point for the entire Truth Movement. We must alert the public now to the truth of 9-11 and the realities of false flag terrorism or pay the consequences. We must have your help to circumnavigate the mass media blockade for truth and information. Support this unilateral effort. Go to www.weekoftruth.org. That's www.weekoftruth.org right now and get started. Failure is not an option. Deadline Live and Jack Flood are proud to announce our new bookstore. Okay, it's not really our online bookstore where you can get every title, book, and DVD you hear about on our live show. It's brought to you by the people at Brave New Books. BraveNewBookstore.com is the newest, bravest, and most complete bookstore online today. And their DVD selection has all the titles you need to decode the new world order and fight the information war. BraveNewBookstore.com has awesome t-shirts to proudly display your patriotism and liberty stickers to alert the public at large. Brave New Books is physically located at 1904 Guadalupe Street under the Chase Bank Building next to UT in Austin, Texas. So stop on by and maybe stay for one of their film showings. Go to bravenewbookstore.com now to peruse the virtual bookstore and look for the Jack Blood recommended section. Or call them at 866-516-6623. 866-516-6623 to order the books and videos you hear about on Deadline Live. Be the resistance. Tell your friends about bravenewbookstore.com. Online and on demand, this is We the People Radio Network. Well, if you still think that Hillary Clinton is anti-war, or that she doesn't have some kind of deep... Hatred in there that'll uh, get her to war. She's got this new thing. <laughs> I couldn't. I thought this was a joke when I read this out of WorldNet Daily. Daily, uh, I'm prepared to totally obliterate Iran. Hillary Clinton says she would respond if Tehran attacks Israel with nuclear weapons. So, what? oh my goodness! As Pennsylvania voters go to the polls in a primary widely regarded as do or die for Senator Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign, the New York Democrat apparently is positioning herself to the right of some Republicans. I love how they use the right left as if as if it's some kind of race or something like that vowing that if iran attacks israel with nuclear weapons she would respond in kind against tehran with the ability to totally obliterate them quote totally obliterate them clinton's remarks came during an interview airing also known as wiping them off the map yeah uh <laughs> doesn't sound like someone who says we've got to bring our troops home clinton's remarks i will Destroy it. <laughs> Her remarks came during an interview, I guess which will air tomorrow morning on the ABC News show, Good Morning America. So I guess be posted for that tomorrow morning. I won't be up in time. I'm a late sleeper. Uh, ABC's Chris Cuomo asked Clinton what she would do if Iran attacked if Iran attacked Israel with nuclear weapons, according to the network. Quote, I want the Iranians to know that if I'm the president, we'll, we will attack Iran. End quote. That's what she said. Wow, really? No, I'll say it again. Because so my reading is all whacked out. Quote, I want the Iranians to know that if I'm the president, we will attack Iran. 
End quote. Good for her. Good. For, go get him, girl. She's using that last, you know, that that last minute uh, blooper there. Clinton said in the next ten years, during which they might foolishly consider launching an attack on Israel, we would be able to totally obliterate them. So again, folks, I have to use the Jesse Ventura analogy here. If you think that the the Democratic Party somehow is going to really give you that difference in 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 politics or in America. Wake up. It's not going to happen. Uh, and, yes, I understand anything's better than Bush at this point here, Ben. But, look, yeah, uh, you can't blame everything that's happened only on Bush. This has been a lead-up. It's been progressive. She's got a pair of ovaries on her, boy. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. <laughs> Evil primary. Hillary Clinton. I don't want to think about that, Ben. <laughs> oh, Hillary Clinton ad invokes bin Laden, the six-week oh, Pennsylvania yeah. primary, which we will keep no. you uh, somewhat updated on tonight. We'll tra- we'll check in and we'll try to get you some numbers. <laughs> yes, some numbers. Can, sure. At all. The six-week Pennsylvania primary due to a contentious finish Monday as Senator Hillary Rodham Clinton invoked images of Pearl Harbor and Osama bin Laden in a television advertisement that questioned Senator Barack Obama's ability to lead in a crisis. <laughs> as she sought to spark a comeback in the Democratic nomination contest, Ms. Clinton warned voters not to take a leap of faith or have any guesswork when they cast ballots Tuesday. The Obama campaign accused her of employing the, impol- the politics of fear, and I, I have to agree with their campaign on that. She's just like Bush. She's she, just she, like her. She's using the same, you know, the same, same rhetoric now. Now she's using the same uh, tools and tactics as the Bush administration now to use Osama bin Laden. It's the same crap coming oh. out of a different ass. This guy. <laughs> well done, Ben. Well done. Um, oh, I told you. Good lord. Oh boy. All right. Well, all this, all this potty humor really visual representation for the day, folks. Yeah. Well, all this potty humor is really backing up on me. When we get back, we're going to talk about the military. Two stories of the military. One about the increasing number of felons in the ranks, and of course, uh, so many of the military veterans who are who need help from PTSD and are not getting it. Stay tuned. Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem. Tyranny getting you down, folks. New World Order got you on the run. But don't fret. You got the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. is Animal Farm Show, one word, at AOL Instant Messenger. So, uh, this is an interesting little tidbit here. Uh, you know, not another one of these stories or articles here that you just shake your head. You just, it's hard to believe, but unfortunately, it's right in front of your face. So you kind of have to talk about it and at least take it for what it is. But military increases number of felons in ranks, new report says, out of uh, Washington. Under pressure to increase their numbers, the Army and Marine Corps have sharply raised the number of recruits with felony convictions they are admitting to the services. So, Ben, we, I mean, we constantly 
talk about how um, the military veterans, any veterans coming back from any war and way back to World War II, how they're not getting the treatment that they deserve. And now you advance and you look at today where they're not getting enough numbers uh, that they need, and now they're using I mean, people with felonies. So yeah. data released by a congressional committee shows that the number of soldiers admitted to the Army with felony records jumped from 249 in 2006 to 511 in 2007. Um, and the number of Marines with felonies rose from two, 208 to 350. I'm, just, I, I'm, I'm skipping in my mind here just thinking about someone who's convicted uh, a convicted felon and they have a gun and you hear all these horror stories of God knows what happens during these wars. Um, I, I just don't know what to say. It's putting people in a, a tough situation that have had tough lives and tough uh, situations that they've gone through prior going into the military. So when they come back and they become a police officer, then they're then they're a double yeah. thug. The imagination just can just run wild with this. But the bulk of the crimes involved were burglaries, uh, burglaries, other thefts, and drug offenses. But nine involved sex sex crimes, and six involved manslaughter or vehicular homicide convictions. Holy God! Several dozen Army and Marine recruits had aggravated assault or robbery convictions, including incidents involving weapons. House Oversight and Government Reform Committee Chairman Henry Waxman, who released the data, noted that there may be valid reasons for granting the waivers and giving individuals a second chance. <laughs> well, that's Damn just, the consequences. That's some justification there, Georgie, isn't it? Nice way to put it. Huh? <laughs> oh, my. So, uh, you know, take it for what it is, folks. This is out of Fox News, and you can check it out for yourself. Military increases the number of felons and ranks. Yeah. Well, you see the results from this I can't article believe right it. here, April 22nd. This came out today. Detainees alleged being drugged to, uh, to uh, coercive confessions. It was just a complete drop of uh, morality. Yeah, if, if, if waterboarding and other torture methods are not bad enough, they're drugging them to yeah. get the answers that they need. Well, remember 1978, oh, Star man. Wars came out, and Princess Leia was in the uh, prison cell, <laughs> yeah. and the big globe kind of floated in, <laughs> and yes, <laughs> it showed the needle, and then George Lucas zoomed up on the needle, yeah. and it was like, wee, 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 wee. And of course, there's a terrifying. huge cut there, and yeah. go back to the action, never mind the torture, let's get to the killing. <laughs> but it's kind of, it's kind of like that you know back in 78 that was a horrific thing to think about but nowadays it's it's first uh it's it's the first thing that comes to mind i'd fall asleep after the shot nusari a former saudi policeman captured by u.s forces in afghanistan in 2002 recalled in the interview with his attorney at the military prison in cuba according to the notes after being roused nusari eventually did talk giving u.s officials what he later describes as a made-up confession to buy some peace i was completely gone he remembered i said let me go i want to go to sleep if it takes saying I'm a member of Al-Qaeda, I will. Of course. Well, you know, I mean, the principle of torture is that if you give me long enough, I will have you to confess to anything. Yeah. I will have wow. you confessing to the JFK murder if you give me 20, 30 minutes. Uh, and I'm not saying it figuratively to me. I mean, I'm not out of here torture anybody, but I'm just saying. But yeah, you probably, probably, if you, you probably if you keep, me too. Yeah, if I keep you up for 75 hours, drug you, and waterboard you, you're going to tell me anything that I want to hear. Yeah. Uh, a, a person, a man, a woman can only take so much, and that's why we, we at least hope that our government, our military is above using torture as a method because, not just because it's heinous and because it's inhumane and immoral, That that is one aspect, but because it's not reliable. Yeah. You can't get reliable 
answers. Like I said, Ben, you give me anybody and I will have them confessing well, a JFK murder. I just saw the movie uh, Rendition. If anybody hasn't seen that yet, great, great movie. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal stars as an evil C CIA man in it. Um, and um, who else is in it? Uh, Reese Witherspoon is in it. Um, and they basically take this innocent man that mm -hmm. somehow his phone got dialed, uh, his phone number got dialed by some terrorist. I don't know whether the terrorist had big thumbs or something and dialed the wrong number, but somehow, <laughs> somehow dialed, <laughs> somehow dialed up the, his phone and he was, uh, he was connected with them. So he was, he was Egyptian by nature. They intercepted his flight. They sent him off to a torture camp. Oh, um, he got tortured God. while the CIA person, Jake Gyllenhaal, watched. Anyways, excellent movie. Great, great movie. Rendition. Just, I will check it out. It just know. shows how, how inaccurate this information always, always, always is. But the second you said that, Ben, I, it just, I just realized I never thought about this, but what if, by chance, a terrorist, an actual terrorist, calls your phone by accident? That's what I'm saying. You are all of a sudden on a major, major watch list. It's a stupid, retarded policy. Oh. It's stupid. It's the oh stupidest policy I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, my and, uh, word. You know, because it's just so, it's, there's a, such a number of things that can happen um, and that anybody could just, just get when i mean it's just it's the worst policy yeah. i've ever seen and, and and we send people off to pakistan where they freaking boil people alive i mean it's the it's the most disgusting uh disgusting policy of all time yeah well i mean and, you know anybody everybody that doesn't do anything about it and that sits on their ass and isn't pissed off about it is has blood on their hands Exactly, and we'll get to that when we get back, because that's a very good point, and I want to talk about that more, but uh, we'll talk about the study that says 300,000 U.S. troops suffer from mental problems, and half of them are not even getting any treatment. So stay tuned, folks, on the Animal Farm, Ben, Tody, and Popeye. I want you to rise up and get fired up! <laughs> On September 1st, Vote Rescue and our coalition, Texans for Real Elections, conducted an exit poll at the Texas Straw Poll in Fort Worth. With almost a 25% respondent rate, we found a discrepancy in one candidate's results, Ron Paul's. We are planning exit polls for the primary and presidential elections in 2008. This is a fun and exciting process in exercising our rights as citizens. Join us as a volunteer with Vote Rescue to monitor those elections and remind the government that elections belong to the people. Become a part of the growing movement to restore elections to the citizens with hand-counted paper ballots. We are winning. Exciting progress is being made, but we need your help. See our website, voterescue.org, for our meeting and action schedule or call 512-775-3737. Waking up people everywhere. I'm Ron Paul, and you're listening to We the People. Man just came. I'm sure it took a big wet bite out of most of your asses. Yeah. Uh, 512 646 1984. 
is the phone number. I can't complain, Ben. I actually got lucky this year, but uh, it is amazing, and we talked about it last week, where everything you do is taxed. But we're not going to go on that rant because that was kind of last week's show. Uh, I do want to get on this rant, and then I really want to address the point you made before the break here, Ben. But out of Reuters, uh, about 300,000 United States troops returning from Iraq and Afghanistan suffer symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD, as it's always said on the uh, the news here, uh, or depression. But about half of them receive no care at all. An independent study said this on Thursday. This is just, Again, this is when... This is when the smoke comes out of my ears, Ben, because I just can't believe how diabolical a government is to not give the veterans care at the very least. It's crazy. Health care, amongst other things. The study by the RAND, or RAND Corporation, also estimated that another 320,000 troops have sustained a possible traumatic brain injury during deployment, but researchers could not say how many of those cases were serious or required treatment. <laughs> Billed as the first large-scale non-governmental survey of its kind, the study found that a stress disorder and depression of 18.5% of more than 1.5 million United States forces who have deployed to the two war zones. Um, one one idea here, Ben, I, say, I mean, obviously with war, PTSD is it's just going to happen. Yeah. But I'm just wondering how much of this PTSD is worse or untreatable in a lot of ways because of how long the tours have been. We talked to Jeffrey Humphrey and other veterans, uh, even Connie, I think we mentioned it once. It's amazing how long they're keeping people over there, yeah. longer than even some Vietnam tours. So, um, you know, we'll just finish it up here. Uh, Bill, this is again, numbers are roughly in line with previous studies. A February assessment by the United States Army that showed 17.9% 17, 17 of U.S. troops in Iraq and Afghanistan suffering from acute stress, depression, or anxiety in 2007, down from 19.1% in 2006. So at least there's some decent number well, there. Well, the thing is, is how many, uh, how many, uh, uh how many times is that PTSD, uh, post-traumatic stress, PTSD? How many times is that laying dormant? You know, how many times is that not really coming to the surface? And I think that you know, I was I was listening to um, uh, Sully Castile today being interviewed, and uh, he was he was really getting into the fact that most uh, soldiers that come up have post-traumatic stress disorder, and he applied it to John McCain. I mean, I talked about how John McCain had a uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and, and he uh, was tortured. You know, yes, and a lot of people are saying no, he just has a short fuse, and no, he's just an angry guy. But do you really want this? That's another good point. <laughs> yeah, do you really want this person who was tortured, who has so much, who, who probably has so much subconscious anger in his body that's lying dormant that he doesn't even know about, that he thinks he's dealt with, but he hasn't dealt with it yet? Do we really want to put him right next to the red nuclear button? That's that's a great point, and I don't even, I don't even think that's number one. One on the list for me of reasons why I wouldn't want him running for president. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he's not even in good health. I mean, that's that to me that's number one. He's not in good health at all. Yeah. And then you go into I mean, Ron Paul could pick him above his head. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, you go <laughs> you go into his policies and, and literally talking of openly talking about a hundred year war and uh, you know and we already know what's going on. Ben, we're going to talk about this three trillion dollar website, whatever it's what is it called again? Three three trillion dot org. Right. And it's a great website and it illustrates you know so many good points but the, the overall point is you know what could we have done 
And what could you have done? What could you do with $3 trillion? We'll get into that uh, later, but there's one more thing out of this. Uh, Terry Tanellian says that there is a major health crisis facing those men and women, talking about the troops, of course, mm-hmm. who have served in our nation in Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, and it also goes on to say the RAND, the RAND researcher, she's part of this uh, corporation, but they're not getting enough data. This is kind of the point of the article, that they don't have enough numbers. So again, the news is bad enough, but until they can get more numbers, who knows how many more troops are going to come home, not even be... How could you not treat any troops? I mean, you know, all these troops should be getting health care, but uh, half of the 300,000 already, 100,000 troops not getting health care. George Bush goes on deal and no deal to support the troops. Go ahead and play that, because I have a follow-up there. Because here's here's just another example of collusion of of government and, and media. George freaking Bush. On the surface, everything looks fine on the surface, right? It's where the, oh. it's in the core where the problems are. It's, it's horrible. So here's the clip: George Bush going on deal or no deal. I say how impressive you are as somebody who's not only done three tours of duty in Iraq, serving our country, two of which you volunteered to do. You are uh, hugely decorated. You have a Purple Heart, two Bronze Stars. That is amazing. You are the ultimate American. You are what we look up to. Okay. Somebody heard about what you're doing, and uh, they want to uh, they want to acknowledge that. You ready to get some acknowledgement for your work and hard work and bravery? You want to get some? Look at the screen. Good evening, Kevin Coker. You thrilled to be on deal or no deal with you tonight? And they all worship him as he comes on the screen. Oh, my goodness, it's President Bush. It's our fear. We are living in idiocracy right now. I mean, that, shut up! Shut up! The more I pay attention to news and media and how it's manipulated, idiocracy, folks, if you haven't seen that movie, yet, it, it's, it is a drama, dramatic uh, look at you know how things can go. But really, there are some really sad uh, similarities between oh, today. Horrible. The and fact that the president goes on a deal or no deal and then, and then you know, has the, the audacity... I should say, I was going to use the B word, has the audacity to say, you know, to say show support for the troops. Uh, and I had to dig up this article because I, when I talked about that stupid chain letter that went out, uh, somebody sent it to me. You know, I talked about the veterans and we, and we, well, let's, you know, turn all the way back to February 5th of 2008. Veterans not entitled to mental health care, U.S. lawyers argue. And again, Bush is on this TV show, you know, saying, oh, I'm here to support, support this uh, decorated officer. Veterans have no legal right to specific types of medical care. The Bush administration argues in a lawsuit accusing the government of illegally denying mental health treatment to some troops returning from Iraq and Afghanistan. Is that of sfgate.com? The arguments filed Wednesday in a federal court in San Francisco strike at the heart of a lawsuit filed on behalf of veterans that claim the health care system for returning troops provides little recourse when the government rejects their medical claims. I won't go on. It's a long article. But again... This guy's got some set of stones because he is directly responsible for how so many of our veterans are suffering, not even getting the health care they need on top of so many other things that they, they would need. And he's got the audacity to go on TV. And then people think everything is fine because he's on deal or no deal. After all, that is America. You know, more people watch that than even care about well, he makes politics. He makes a joke about how deal or no deal has very high ratings and he's not used to the high ratings. Yeah, it's like, it's like a freaking wants... cartoon for these yeah, people. It's, it's nuts. How he, how he, Mandel, he invites <laughs> Howie Mandel to come down to uh, 
DC yeah, try to get him ratings. Yeah. Try to get George Bush ratings. Ha ha ha. It's so funny. The country yeah. hates George me. W. And this this poor troop is on television. It's like George Bush uh, hops up on this massive large screen and this guy and the sheep cowers. are just waiting for a worm. He looks the birds. <laughs> he looks at him with, with such uh with such awe and such oh, vigor. It's the, oh, it's the president. I cannot believe it. <laughs> oh my god, President Bush is on TV. <laughs> yeah. Don't mind me, folks, while I just pass United States through my ass crack. I'm going to support this troop, and hopefully he'll guess the right bucket in which the money's in. Because I'm not supporting him with my bills. He's got to go on to deal or no deal and try to win a million dollars. Welcome to the White House. Sick American culture, Ben. This culture is destroying us from within because people who do know don't want to know. They don't want to open their eyes. They're too accustomed, and they're too uh, reliant on this system of everything is fine. I'm going to turn off, you know, I'm going to turn shut my doors. I'm going to turn on my TV, and that's the activity for the night. Well, luckily, we're pathetic. The whole country's shocked. We really are. I bet, but luckily, we have a counterculture, and we do have yeah, uh, people true. coming out I'm with, sorry. with websites like 3trillion.org. You know, President Bush goes on deal or no deal. He jokes about how he, he he's going to have a deal or no deal, uh, $3 trillion in, in Washington coming up and, right. um, and, and to, 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 to talk about the budget or whatever like that. But now this new uh, fact has just come out, not, not too uh, recently, but $3 trillion is eventually what we're going to be uh, spending in Iraq. So somebody came out with a uh, 3trillion.org website, and I put together a little shopping cart of what... Um of what you could spend with three trillion dollars. This is what you. This is what you chose. This is I got to hear this. For, for <laughs> what to spend this my, my three trillion dollars on that we could have done instead of going to Iraq and killing a million a million Let's innocent uh, civilians. Okay. More video games. Come on. Yes. I'm with you on that. First one okay, is uh, ending world <laughs> hunger completely for three years. Okay, I'm with you on that. That's which my will, first one, which will translate into to probably ten years. Okay. Uh, Providing clean drinking water for the entire world. My God. Mm -hmm. Switching the entire American uh, country over to solar power. Mm -hmm. Okay. Internet broadband access in every U.S. home. Ending third world debt. Achieving universal literacy. Teaching every person oh. in the world how to read. Too radical. Yes, too radical. Finish repairing the damage done by Katrina. We could end hunger, hunger and poverty-related diseases throughout the world. You don't want to end hunger, do you? This one right here. <laughs> end hunger and poverty-related diseases. Sorry, that was my Bushism. Um, <laughs> but we got this, this one right here is my favorite, okay? Nonviolent leadership training for four years for 10 million uh, leaders uh, worldwide. For the police. Do. Yes. Okay. We could prosecute, prosecute Bush and Cheney for war crimes. We could help Iraqi children. We could have free college for 20 million students uh, for one year. And I only spent $2.3 trillion. So you still got a whole $700 billion there, yes. that's right? So that's my math. $700 billion. Yeah. So that's what we could do with uh, $2.3 trillion. Not even close to what we spent for this war. Listen, we got to get our priorities straight. I mean, we got to look at these wars and say, this is profit-making for the bigwigs. This is... Right. Uh, this is a big profit for uh, for the elite. It, it makes there. it makes my blood boil when I think about even if just half that money could have been used for border security and health care for the elderly, especially the baby boomers now that they're getting ready to retire, and uh, you know so many other programs for veterans. God forbid we help the veterans. You know it, the list goes on and on and on. And I'm preaching to the choir, of course, like always. Um, and, and then, you know, you, you, you turn on your TV or you, you go to the Internet and you look at these uh, mainstream news sizes and then, 
you know, there's another roadside bomb that killed two Marines yesterday, if not more. And you see this, that a U.S. jet just dropped bombs on Sadr City. Uh, U.S. warplanes have dropped bombs on east of Bag- East Baghdad District of Sadr City, where hundreds of civilians have already been killed in airstrikes. And, you know, again, and that's the other thing that I have this, like, not the gag reflex, man, but like a violent reflex when people tell me that we should just bomb the whole country and make it, you know, make it a Walmart or whatever the hell they say, glass parking lot, the whole thing is. <laughs> you know, I know we've been trained to think that. I know we've been trained to think that everybody on the other side of the water is like this, you know, radical brown Muslim guy with a turban and he's got war planes and he's got, and it's just nuts. And, and I try to explain to these people, well, no, actually there are people there who love their families and their children and who love art and music, just like you and I, you know, they no. do speak a different language. I know it's a radical. I'm a radical. <laughs> Granted, I am as radical as it gets. And, and hey, Ben, that list there with things you would have done. You're you're nuts. You're, I mean, you're, 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 you know, you're not you're not playing for a Republican Party. You're not playing for the Democratic Party. You know, you're just a radical. How dare I? You're, yeah, you're an extremist, I think, and I think Fox News would probably agree there. But again, you know, it just it just makes you nuts to think about how, this has been going on now since 2002, and and ever since 9/11, it's been the same song and dance, and. Um, we, it's, there are still people, and, and what makes me crazy, still are people who are completely, no, they have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. Their, their minds are vacant to any problems. The only thing that they talk about is, oh, this effing gas price keeps going up, son of a bitch. You know, yeah. and it's just everything that affects them in, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything that affects them in their little day. You know, that's the only thing they care about. And then again, you try to tell them about Hope Steffi or anything else about the veterans, and oh, well, yeah. Well, you know, take, take, take the sticker off the back of your car, jackass. You know, really. If you don't care, then don't care. That's your choice, and you have the freedom to do so. Yeah. I'm very upset. I know. <laughs> I can see that. I'm just, I just can't stand it. Really, you know, and, and you're right, Ben. You bring up the optimistic point. You know, there are we are fighting the good fight, and we are trying to get information out, and we are succeeding in a lot of ways. Uh, even just some people tonight listening for the first time, and I appreciate that. Uh, but you know, I, I'm just one man. I, I, you know, I don't know everything. I, you know, I don't even wish I knew everything. I, all I'm saying is that it still just bugs me that most people that I know still just have no conception of what's going on around them. You know, it's not. Nothing else, human instinct tells you that you should know your surroundings. Be aware of what's going on. And a lot of people either don't know or don't want to know. And that's really, really scares me. Yeah. Well, they focus on that, you know, like we always talk about, there are different tiers in, in politics. You have the uh, yeah. uh, the celebrity tier. You have the uh, right. uh, mainstream uh, politics, uh, the tabloid trash. Uh, he said, she said, mm-hmm. he, what did Hillary say? Uh, who's, who's Barack Obama <laughs> friends with? Uh, Barack Obama. Who's it? Can you smell what the, bar- the Barack is cooking? Oh, boy. What was it? Hold on. Uh, Hi. I'm Hillary Clinton. Here we go. Play this again. But tonight, in honor of the WWE, <laughs> you can call me Hillrod. Hillrod. I mean Hillrod. Oh. Look, <laughs> You smell what Barack is cooking. <laughs> what are you going to do when John McCain and all his mechaniacs run wild on you? Oh, God help us. This is idiocracy. We're living in it right now. She's just... And, and, and oh, man. And this article right here, this is another example of, of mainstream tabloid trash politics. <laughs> Rice, Condoleezza Rice, says says uh, Jimmy Carter meeting with Hamas is unhelpful towards the situation in the Middle East. Oh, now this chick has any right. 
Who <laughs> <laughs> sick has any right to, to talk about what's helpful and what's oh, not helpful God, in the, the Middle East? The nerve. Is bombing Iraq helpful for the Middle East? Is that is that helpful? Yeah. I, I personally think Jimmy Carter was it was good for meeting with well, Hamas. At least somebody's going to meet with them. Like I always tell people, man, if if you're the ones, who, if you're a company who's making weapons and deals in oil and deals in opium and, and drug uh, cartels, you're very happy about this war. I love it. <laughs> you love it, especially, and you can go back to the Vietnam War and it applies very similarly. Uh, oil probably more here, but either way, if you're the one benefiting from this war, then yes, the war is a great success. Uh, if you're an American citizen, chances are no, it's hurting you in almost every yep. possible way, even if you are not related or have a friend who is serving, uh, is a veteran or has died. So, again, it, you know, the question is, where's the line in the sand? And then what really bugs me in particular is this unknown, this this idea that there are still people who don't want to know. You know, if, if, if you just, if you think your way and, and that's, you know, you're stuck in your way is fine, but, you know, what is it going to take? The question I always have, the, the the question I can never figure the answer out is, what is it going to take for some of the people that I know to turn, at least to look? I'm not saying everybody's going to get on the radio and, and rant like I do and make a fool out of myself. No, no, no. What is it going to take to open your eyes and at least acknowledge? To me, that's the big key. But uh, plenty more on the way, folks. We have still more on this DNA database system that's going on for suspects, not for criminals. So stay tuned, folks. Animal Farm Show. Of the 3 million-plus edible food plants that grow on Earth, no other single plant can compare with the nutritional value of the powder, seeds, and oil of the hemp plant. At HempUSA.org, we ship worldwide these nutritional products with free shipping to the U.S. and Canada. At HempUSA.org, we want to educate our listeners that edible hemp is not marijuana and is certified THC-free. Our powder is 50% protein and does not contain gluten. Gluten impairs the cells from absorbing nutrients. This nutrient-dense food can be stored up to five years when vacuum-packed and is priced affordably to be used as a storable food. HempUSA.org is a bulk shipper starting with five pounds and up. To allow this food to work for you, call 908-691-2608 or go to HempUSA.org and order today. The body will react and heal itself given the proper nutrition. This superfood will be your greatest asset, so try it today. Store it today and change your life. Call 908-691-2608 or order from HempUSA.org. This is Jack Blood of the syndicated radio talk show Deadline Live with a very important public service announcement. Most analysts and pundits agree that a preemptive and possibly a nuclear attack on Iran will take place within the next several weeks. This must be stopped. With a majority of Americans and peoples of the world against another major war, the need for a new 9-11 or a Gulf of Tonkin exists and may be executed by the military-industrial complex. The 9-11 Truth Movement has responded with a direct counter-operation entitled The Week of Truth. The Week of Truth was initiated by the most influential leaders, personalities, researchers, and activists in the 9-11 Truth Movement today. The award-winning actor Daniel Sinjata has accurately described the Week of Truth as a tipping point for the entire truth movement. We must alert the public now to the truth of 9-11 and the realities of false flag terrorism or pay the consequences. We must have your help to circumnavigate the mass media blockade for truth and information. Support this unilateral effort. Go to www.weekoftruth.org. That's www.weekoftruth.org right now and get started. Failure is not an option. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts. 
Survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100, not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25. Want to add brand new Israeli gas masks to your collection? Kids in adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks, or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at MainMilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36. Or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out MainMilitary.com. Great host, great topics, free speech at its best. This is We the People Radio Network. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks, to the Animal Farm Radio Show with Ben Miller, Tony Pax, and Poe Pius, the great Pius, the wonderful Pius, the beloved Pius. This Hello. segment of the Animal Farm is brought to you by Tasty Golf Tees. Weather is perfect up here in New York these past couple of days, Ben, and I know that a lot of people are getting their rounds in golfing as much as possible. So, yes, yeah, so what these are flavored golf tees, folks. Grape, cherry, mint, and strawberry, and cinnamon now, a new flavor. Uh, and, yeah, they're flavored. You can kind of just gnaw on them until you tee off. Kind of a gimmick. Very cool, very tasty. We have them here in the office. Uh, if you're trying to quit smoking, this is also a great tool. TastyGolfTees.com is the website. Once again, Tasty Golf you could order them in bulk. You can get them in bags of 50, bags of 20, whatever. Yeah. Uh, go to tastygolfies.com, folks. Great website and a great product. And uh, moving right along here, Ben, we well, have we're yeah, just throwing right. another one uh, here. We did uh, we have you know, uh, we are we did team up with uh, William Lewis to sell his newest yes, movie, did. Washington, Your Fire. Great movie, folks. Um, so if you want to hit up that movie and want to want to check that out, go to animalfarmshow.com. Bottom right, we have an ad for it, and you could just click right there, and uh, it'll send you right to the affiliate page and you could pick it up buy a couple for yourself yes. buy a couple for your friends hand them sure. out to people um and and spread the word this is an excellent excellent tool right and now that we've made our 28 cents each uh we will talk about this dna issue and, and again i mean you know so much of the police state news falls into the category of well it doesn't really bother me because i'm not a convict or a felon or ever gonna get in trouble so i'm not um, bad but, you know, we always have to bring up the idea that, first of all, nothing in the t- dictatorship ever happens in one day. It happens over time. And uh, when it comes to a police state or a dictatorship, um, because it happens over time and it's slow, little things, little freedoms here and there get taken away. And now we have this issue here in America, and CNN uh, does a good report on it. I have two reports, two audio clips about how suspects now are, uh, they're actually getting the DNA from suspects. And just check this out. It's really interesting. It's when police were Prosecutors search a DNA uh, database for a near match and not a complete match. And, and, and certainly relatives have near matches. And I think the BTK killer case is a prime example of what this type of search is. Instead of going after the, his DNA because they didn't have it, well, they, they had it in the crime samples, but they didn't have it from him, they went to the daughter's DNA. And the way they found it, John, which is making people uncomfortable, is that she had had a pap smear when she was in college. They got a court order, got that pap smear. And again, so it's not it was, even like they got a new sample? No, no. It was an old sample. 
example. So again, it seems as though to me that all we're talking about with this DNA issue is not, never mind, you know, the rights. I mean, some of the times they talk about rights being totally violated, but everything here, uh, at least as far as how they're edging us on to deal with it and accept it is, oh, this is what they're using to fight criminals now, to catch criminals. Almost five years old, and it turned out that there was sort of this almost near match, and that's what led them to the killer. We talked a couple of weeks ago about the legality of if somebody is puffing on a cigarette and throws it away, can they take DNA from that? What's, what's the legality of these familial searches? The FBI so far is resisting well, there, getting involved in what Yeah, John, there's a huge privacy concern here because the Supreme Court has held and it's found pretty clearly that unless someone is a suspect, you can't just go around digging uh, in, into their, their DNA. And so it's sort of like the invasion of genetic privacy for someone who's not suspected of a crime. And people are feeling very uncomfortable with it. The federal government really doesn't allow it. And the so FBI, this crosses the line in terms of the Fourth Amendment? It, it does. The Fourth Amendment, as, we, as I say over and over again, completely destroys the Fourth Amendment. And then if you couple this with the biometric technology where it's all already advanced it's already way above our heads and you know again this is the other issue uh theoretically if if i can use my thumbprint to do everything to buy stuff no one else has my thumbprint on their thumb duh. Uh-huh. so theoretically it could be a great system and i it could virtually uh minimize if not totally obliterate uh identity theft that whole thing but again it's who's got the tools who's making the moves and who's really in control and i'll play just a little bit more of the other cnn clip uh about i think it was a couple days ago six days ago the federal government says it has a plan to solve violent crimes by collecting DNA samples from anyone arrested for a federal crime. Now, DNA would also be collected from detained illegal immigrants, raising a lot of questions about your right to privacy. American Morning's legal analyst Sunny Hostin joins me now with more on this. So there's an important distinction uh, to be made uh, in terms of what the federal government uh, wants to do. Uh, they're saying uh, you just have to be arrested, not convicted of a crime in order to have that your potential have your DNA sample taken. What does this mean, and how is the government going to use this information, Sonny? Well, and you're right, Alina, this is greatly expanding the current practice. Federal government has always collected DNA, or for some time collected DNA from people that are convicted, convicts, convicted of a crime. Now they're moving the bar, they're lowering the bar, people that are just arrested. And, and, and this is scary for some because let's say you're publicly intoxicated in a federal park, you get arrested by the park police in Washington, D.C., your DNA ends up in a criminal database. And the, so like I was saying before, Ben, it, it doesn't even matter. It could be the most minor thing. I mean, hell, it could be a, a traffic ticket. It could be a parking ticket. We don't even know how far it's being implemented uh, from a police standpoint. But, yeah, even if you're a suspect, you know, whatever. The, what the hell happened to innocent until proven guilty? It literally is reversed now. It just doesn't even exist and anymore. It, it does. And it goes back no. to this idea of who's got the technology and what are they doing with it. In this case, the government has technology. The police officers, uh, military industrial complex you know we, we talk about that later on with the drones and stuff mm-hmm. but for now let's concentrate here the police have the technology they're the ones using it and it's all of a sudden if you're arrested even if you know you're f- falsely arrested on something they could take your dna away government is going to use it right now they would use it to sort of try to find matches unsolved crime that has dna ex- evidence and again it's it's all this talk about oh this is going to solve crimes yeah. what Whatever happened to detective work? Whatever happened to investigating a crime scene? But but since they've integrated these uh, draconian legislation, these crazy laws that they're breaking out, uh, crime has gone up. It hasn't gone down. So these people are just are just idiots. It's never about stopping crime. It's never about uh, doing anything for the public's own good. It's about control, control, control. It is 110 percent right. And, and again, if what I've always 
what you know I, I mean I've looked at some cases I've read about some cases and you know through my entire life I've always thought that having DNA evidence against the criminal someone who's suspected of a crime um is is a luxury it's like oh yes you know this is the nail in the coffin coffin here we have we have a dna evidence we have this evidence now they're collecting it and they're just cross matching it there is proof in the pudding right now this is going into a database and they're, they're going to use it against uh, criminals and you could still sit there and say oh well again i'm not a criminal i don't care yeah. but where you know do you care about the bill of rights 512-646-1984 uh, uh this is sunny heston the 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 female woman who is reporting on both of those clips on CNN. Sonny Heston. That's on CNN.com slash video right now, uh, folks. Hey, baby. Yeah, there you go. And uh, <laughs> she does a good job. She is, I think she's, she really does show the concern on her face, though, Ben, because she's reporting about this. Yeah. And you look at her reporting, and it's like, oh, my God, I, I can't believe they're just taking DNA samples from people, uh, even if they're arrested. It's sick. Yeah. It's absolutely sick. And you use the right word. It is draconian, and it's very 1984. Mm. Well, we, uh, oh, we promised you some numbers uh, coming up. Here in the uh, Pennsylvania polls that's happening, we do have exit polls coming out now. Uh, 50%, 58% of gun owners voted for Clinton, accordingly. No! Uh, 59% of churchgoers voted for uh, Clinton. 53% of white men voted for Clinton. 64% of white women voted for Clinton. 68% of Catholics voted for uh, Clinton, and 55% of Jews voted for Clinton. So it looks like she's probably going to win this thing, according to the exit polls, but we do uh, we do know that there are uh, complete inconsistencies lately uh, when you've got these electronic voting machines going on, and, and Barack Obama's campaign did complain the other day about uh, some of the polls not working and some of the voting machines being broken, uh, things like that. So who yeah. knows what chicanery is going on in the back end of Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. We haven't, even, we haven't even talked about the voting machine issues. I mean, that, that's a whole another, I mean, completely uh, red alarm fire when it comes to America, democracy at least, if you want to buy into democracy as being the American way. But um, I don't want to play too much into this game that they've assembled for us, Ben, but... I'm really starting to ask the question. I know we have this in-studio bet of who's going to win this uh, Democratic nominee, and, of course, I think it's Clinton. You think it's uh, Obama there. But uh, the question I have is, when are we going to start seeing numbers that says, okay, this person's got it locked up because it really is, a, in, in the TV world, it's a stalemate. Behind the scenes, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know if this is all being controlled and all that stuff, but uh, I'm wondering when we're going to find out because we're we're approaching here. I mean, you know, no, we're after the, after the summer. It's it's election time. Super so. delegates are being told what to uh, that that they need to start voting and they need to start getting us uh, along quick. So more of that uh, coming back. I guess we're going to be talking a little more tabloid politics here on the farm. Stay tuned. Collectors, outdoor enthusiasts, survivalists. The Army Navy store from your memory as a child is just that, a memory. But there is still one place to find everything from gas masks to ammo cans and find it cheap. MainMilitary.com. Get hard-to-find objects like real-world blankets for under 20 bucks, canteens for just $2, or trioxane fuel for just a dollar a box. M-A-I-N-E Military.com. With free shipping on orders over $100. Not including heavy items. Find surplus items for cheap now, like 30 caliber cleaning kits for just $2.99 a piece, or a dozen for $30. Flare pistols are only $25 
$25. Want to add a brand new Israeli gas mask to your collection? Kids and adult sizes are just $20. Get G3 mags for just 2 bucks or a military fuel can for only $16. Add a siphon hose for another $7.99. Find it all online at mainmilitary.com. Their website is adding wholesale items all the time, like Uzi mag pouches. Get a dozen for just $36 or Swiss rain ponchos, now for only $42 a dozen. And survival saws are just $60 a dozen. With shipping throughout the world, check out mainmilitary.com. Chemtrails in the air, genetically modified clone processed food, poison water, radiation, and stress have reduced many of you into toxic cyber blobs. You can't go on like this, and I know you don't want to. Do yourself a favor. Do your country a favor. Be the best you can be and start taking Enerfood now. Enerfood is easy to prepare and cheaper than a cup of coffee to take every day. And speaking of coffee, Enerfood.com has the best all-organic fresh coffee ever. It's fair trade coffee infused with rainforest polysaccharides to, like Enerfood, improve your immune system and not destroy it. If coffee's not your thing, try the all-organic Cocoa Mojo. Enerfood is spelled E-N-E-R, Enerfood.com, or give them a call at 866-762-9238. Mention WTPRN and save 10%. Try Enerfood because you can't be awake when you're always falling asleep. It's progressing, and it's only a short time until it's completely taken over every aspect of your life. We are entering martial law. There are ten telling signs of martial law. America has them all. Use the short time left to protect you and your family with the vital information in this book. Find this info bomb online in book form at survivemartiallaw.com. This book will tell you everything you need to know and how to prepare. Know exactly what you'll need to have hidden to live and how to survive under severe martial law. The worst part of martial law is in the beginning stages. SurviveMartialLaw.com will show you how to act around controlling troops, where to store life-saving supplies, and what to look for. Surviving can be difficult, but possible. Arm yourself with the knowledge, as this is the only weapon you will have to protect your family. Go to S-U-R-V-I-V-E-M-A-R-T-I-A-L-L-A-W.com or call 608-819-8011. Act today, as there will be no warning. The Alex Jones Show, broadcast live from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday, right here on We The People Radio Network. I'm looking at the uh, television that we have right here in the studio here, and uh, I have CNN on the television, um, and I'm seeing that McCain has... uh, 1,331 delegates, and uh, no! Mike Huckabee has 267. Oh, yeah, it's Mike incredible. Huckabee, right? Because they have McCain and Huckabee right there on the side, but they don't have Ron Paul anywhere. And well, Huckabee you know. dropped out months ago, and Ron Paul's still in it. Yeah, so they're but... choosing a candidate that already <laughs> dropped, publicly dropped out of the race. Uh, over a person that's that's publicly in it, and naively, Ben, when oh, when when Huckabee did finally, you know, relinquish, when he finally bounced from the race, and when he gave up and he uh, he dropped out, I na- very naively thought, okay, finally on TV, they're going to have to at least show Paul's name, even if it's the no. two or three or six percent yep. of the delegates of the votes. But sure enough, you know, they still have Huckabee. I'm surprised you don't see Romney up there. I bet you still got people voting for Romney. Yeah, that's, and it's, it's horribly sad. It's horribly it sad. sad. And you know, it. it 
it really this at this point there really is no reason. I mean, at this point you figure they'd put Ron Paul's name up there because we know that there's a very slim chance that he can win the nomination. Not that it's not that it's impossible. I'm not, I don't want to say anything's impossible, but you figure by now they'd put his name up there just say, ah, you know, you, they don't even want to give his want to rub it in. Yeah. They don't even want to because if they put oh. Paul up there, people will go research. They'll go see the YouTube videos. They'll go see what he's for, and they'll realize what true freedom is. Not this it's so slave, late, psychological slave system that they threw on the television. I tell you, regardless, though, and again, like you, like you said, too, Ben, where you know, we're kind of playing into the, the, the politics game that they've you know, put into our, our system here. But the, one thing I will cherish are those debates. From, from the start to finish that Ron Paul was in, uh, just it's so nice to have someone up there that really actually, you know, talks and, and who, you know, really exemplifies your beliefs. And I'm talking about my beliefs. It was magical. And really, and to really see a person up there who disagrees with someone on a real point, not just this he said, she said, high school nonsense like Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. It's it's actually real politics, you know. And not only that, but you had him get on television night after night, debate after debate, uh, just making the the mainstream politicians that were up there look like idiots. I mean, these consistency. Guys, they made them look like Beavis and Butthead. It was horrible. Well, I mean, if you mix uh, a genuinely good man with a very genuinely smart man, uh, and and someone who can speak well. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's the greatest speaker in the world, but someone who could speak well, who's educated, and who really does care about the principles in which this country was oh, founded on. A good person has a and good heart. It's someone who you know who is you know not a cis lord as we like to say on the animal farm. It really. <laughs> Is, it, it, it's very nice, at least, and it, it does. Bring, oh boy, Dick Cheney is joining us now from live from Washington. Dick, uh, how do you feel? <laughs> anyway, um, I suppose sometimes people look at my demeanor, and say, "Well, he's the Darth Vader of the administration." <laughs> well, at least he acknowledges what's going on. Uh, Dick, and that guy is smart, but he's uh, anyway. Well, he's he is. It's Dick Cheney. What are you going to do? Um, I do want to talk about this one thing, Ben, because this is this still confuses me, and I am not a finance dude, as I've often said, and I don't know, know much about oil and all this stuff. But you know, I, I read this uh, story. Uh, this is the 16th. This is last week about how oil futures keep jumping, and of course today I think it hit a record again. And we all look at our gas stations and diesels like five bucks a, a gallon or whatever. And I keep reading about more and more about how oil futures are jumping to record highs. Yes. Uh, all on supply concerns. And it's a legitimate idea if you think about supply and demand. Uh, again, Infowars.com, I read this, or this is at the Associated Press, excuse me. Crude futures, this is last week. Crude futures rose past $150 a barrel Wednesday for the first time, blah, 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 blah. They're at uh, 118 right now. 118, so, thank you. Yeah. So this is outdated, but I still have this point here. And this is this article says this is propelled by concerns about how much gas will be available during the peak summer months. So they're saying the supply, the supply, the supply. Yeah. And then, and we did touch upon this a bit, I think, last show or maybe on Tuesday or something like that. But they just found a huge oil reservoir under the northern plains. And this is the kind of thing where I was I was actually listening to it in the shower or whatever. I was, you know, had the radio on and I said, hmm, interesting. So, you know, this is an American soil. They found this huge oil field. I'm wondering if this is going to help the, you know the price of gas. Of course, I knew it wouldn't. Uh, Bismarck, North Dakota, the government estimates up to 4.3 billion barrels. 4.3 billion barrels of oil can be recovered from, the, I guess, this bacon shale formation in North Dakota and Montana using current technology. I saw one thing about this on TV, Ben, and I have not heard about it since, and I have a funny feeling that we're not going to hear too much about this because this does not play into the plan of, oh, we got to go over there for their oil. 
got oil right here in our own homeland. The U.S. Geological Survey, and, and if I'm wrong, I admit it, call us up, 512-646-1984. I don't have a lot of experience with oil and stuff, folks, but if I'm wrong, and for some reason, if, if I'm misunderstanding that we have oil here, uh, and it's not going to lower the price of gas, then let me know what the story is, but nevertheless. An, ass an assessment by USGS in 1999 found the Alaska National Wildlife Refuge had 10.3 billion barrels of recoverable oil, said Brenda Pierce, a geologist just for the agency, uh, the back information encompasses some 25,000 square miles in North Dakota, Montana, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. Uh, and again, you can look this up for yourself. This is right out of Associated pa uh, AP, Associated Press. But uh, the government estimates that the 4.3 billion barrels of oil can be recovered. So, you know, shouldn't I be concerned with the fact that we're still doing what we're doing this whole time when we have oil right here on the homeland? I don't know. Hey, you just call America the homeland. I, I know. I, well, I'm conditioned. It's it's a homeland security. Homeland. I got to use that chair tough mentality. <laughs> you know. You know. Your your fingerprints are not your personal data. You know. This is the homeland. <laughs> Whatever. I'm buying into the We're corruption, man. I'm being corrupted. <laughs> Help me. Well, oh, I guess boy. I guess one thing that there is a a, a real shortage of is is food. Um, How about intelligence? I, I, well, yeah, certainly. <laughs> but the New York paper reports food rationing appearing in the U.S. This is out of Omaha. Food shortages and rationing has been a third world problem as of late. But recently, the phenomenon once thought to be unthinkable in the United States could start happening. The New York Sun newspaper is reporting that major retailers on both coasts are limiting consumer purchases of flour, rice, and cooking oil. Sun reports that Costco Warehouse in California ran out of rice. Frustrating shoppers. Where's the rice? An engineer from Palo Alto, California, Yajun Liu, said, you should be able to buy something like, like rice. This is ridiculous. And this, you know, I guess kind of goes into who has the milk and apples. <laughs> I think the bald heads from Shalvinapine. <laughs> yeah, it's very, well, very <laughs> fundamental animal farm uh, story there, man. Good job. And, yeah, I mean, you know, we talk about the line in the sand. I mean, when you, when you don't have food to eat, uh, there's obviously a humongous problem. And it really does beg the question, and I've been pondering it too, you know, when is it the right time to start buying storable food? And I'm not going to sell anything now. I'm just thinking to myself, I mean, granted, you know, I live in New York. The water's great. There's a lot of great food places, you know, 24-hour convenience stores, that whole deal. And I don't think I'll hopefully never will be uh, have to ask that question, like, how are we going to get food today? But I think it's a very good investment to buy storable food just for the obvious reason. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know? and it, but if you're poor and you're overseas, you obviously can't buy storable and food. Yeah, CNN uh, just did put, put together this report um, on food shortages around the world. So mm -hmm. here it is. United State Department correspondent Zane Birch. Higher food prices spelled disaster for the world's poorest. Millions living under a dollar a day at risk. No one should have to spend all of their daily wages just to buy their daily bread. But in just one year, the price of corn has gone up 31% on global markets. Rice, 74%. Soya, 87%. Wheat, 130%. Walk down any aisle at a supermarket and you can see food prices are going up. In much of the Western world, consumers are able to absorb the impact, but for many in the developing world, food prices are a matter of life and death. The World Food Program's map of hardest-hit regions stretches from the Caribbean to Africa and Asia. It's a perfect storm of sudden changes. Record-high oil prices, fast-rising transportation and fertilizer costs, bad weather destroying crops.
crops, plus rising demand in India and China, and increased production of ethanol converting food crops into fuel. You add it all together, demand is soaring, supply has been cut back, food has been diverted into the gas tank, it's added up to a price explosion. We clearly have twin problems. We have an energy problem and we have a food problem. And there are some relationships between them. Half the world's food aid comes from the U.S., one and a half billion dollars a year. But the money's not going far. It means that um, less food is um, going to almost every recipient because the prices are so much higher. So our U.S. dollar purchasing power cannot stretch as far. The U.N. World Food Program feeds one cup of porridge to 20 million school children. And the director says it's the only food most of them see all day. Today I can fill this 40% less than I could last June. So it has a direct effect on us. The World Bank is calling for $500 million in emergency So I guess you get the picture. You know, there, there are food world famine. Around. How long has world famine been going on, for God's US, sakes? Yeah, the U.S. isn't able to keep up uh, because sick. our dollar is completely devalued and worthless. You failed and, uh, miserably. We're spending all our money on foreign wars that are completely illegal. Yeah, next time someone gives you this bullcrap about how he took over a tyrant dictatorship and freed the Iraqis, remind them that the world famine's going on and that we could have done a, a crap load more with, uh, you know, the $3 trillion to feed people, for Christ's sake. Animal Farm Show, last segment coming up, folks. Stay tuned. Bullcrap! This is Steve Shank, J. Michael Stevens Group. Let's get real. Flour is already being rationed. Prices on food are getting so high, warehouses are installing security systems and guards. You can expect soon to see criminal activity in food. We're all in a foot race as to whether the food will become so expensive we can't afford it, or there will be no food at any price. We can't grow enough of our own food, even with genetically altered trash. It will give you the opportunity to eat perfectly engineered food. They think God didn't get it right, so Monsanto had to step in. If you think it's a little bit crazy to put in a supply of food, it's okay. We won't tell. Call 800-409-5633 on the web, efoodsdirect.com. That's 800-409-5633. It may be a little bit crazy. That's okay. Because there is no such thing as a little bit dead. The Berkey Light removes bacteria, cysts, parasites, and harmful chemicals to below detectable levels. It reduces nitrates and unhealthy minerals like lead and mercury, yet leaves in the nutritional minerals your body needs. The Berkey Light is so powerful, it can purify raw, untreated water from remote sources. The optional PF2 filter even removes fluoride. The Berkey Light has a rechargeable LED lighting system and an elevated base for use in places other than a countertop. To get your Berkey system, please visit We the People Radio Network at WTPRN.com and click the Berkey banner or call 512-646-6444. That's WTPRN.com or call 512-646-6444. 
This is Jack Blood of a syndicated radio talk show, Deadline Live, with a very important public service announcement. Most analysts and pundits agree that a preemptive and possibly a nuclear attack on Iran will take place within the next several weeks. This must be stopped. With a majority of Americans and peoples of the world against another major war, the need for a new 9-11 or a Gulf of Tonkin exists and may be executed by the military-industrial complex. The 9-11 Truth Movement has responded with a direct counter-operation entitled The Week of Truth. The Week of Truth was initiated by the most influential leaders, personalities, researchers, and activists in the 9-11 Truth Movement today. The award-winning actor Daniel Sinjata has accurately described the Week of Truth as a tipping point for the entire Truth Movement. We must alert the public now to the truth of 9-11 and the realities of false flag terrorism or pay the consequences. We must have your help to circumnavigate the mass media blockade for truth and information. Support this unilateral effort. Go to www.weekoftruth.org. That's www.weekoftruth.org right now and get started. Failure is not an option. News, politics, cover-ups, government corruption. You're listening to We the People Radio Network. WTPRN. Getting some raw numbers from CNN as of 8:47 p.m. 60 percent of people are voting for uh, Hillary Clinton in Pennsylvania. So far, it's a landslide, Ben. 40 percent are uh, are voting for Barack. All right, so, Barack Obama. So it looks like Clinton's going to stay in this thing a little bit longer. Let's going to have some deal with some more shenanigans. Maybe. Well, then they get a delegate count too, which they were talking about. But let, let's play Fox News politics, and let's say, let's, let me ask this question: How much do you think the comments he made about Pennsylvanians being bitter has to do with this election, Ben? <laughs> well, it's going to have a great deal to do with it, Tony. Well, you know, back in the day, blah 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 blah. Before, Before you know, your program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. <laughs> Before you know, you're completely buying into this. In other news, Costco ran out of ice, and people are starving all yeah. across the world. Yeah, world famine just hit a new. I and so did oil. No, um, it's horrible. But no, it, actually, I'm telling you, in, in this case, though, I'm wondering if you know if that actually has something to do with the votes. If the votes are accurate, again, I'm not sure if I even buy into this whole system with the voting because of all the fraud we've seen. But again, I do ask the question, and, and, and it's it's kind of you know it's rhetorical, but I, I, it's multifaceted. This question is like, when are we really going to get a gist or an idea of who's going to become this nominee for the Democratic Party? Because it is, at least in their game, important. You know, and even for us, I'd like to know, you know, uh, which evil I can choose from. I mean, if I like Pepsi or Coke, I want to no. choose one of them. I want, I want to choose an evil, too. Remember uh, Crystal you know, Pepsi? Uh, Remember Crystal Pepsi? I do. I do. Ah, oh, do I miss that? You do? I loved Cri- Crystal always, Pepsi. Always tasted different to me. Really? I don't know. Just because of my perception, obviously, but... I was a big fan. <laughs> Very big fan. <laughs> Barack has 1,600... 48 delegates. Clinton has 1,504 delegates uh, needed to uh, nominate our 2025. <laughs> so Barack right now uh, in the long run is ahead of 
uh, uh, Hillary Clinton, who's who's trailing behind. So it looks like I'm going to win that bet, Tony, you bastard. No, listen, there's no way. How do you how are you going to make that bet? No. You're going to win because Obama is not going to get killed tonight, or because <laughs> he has 144 more delegates than Clinton. Listen, anything can happen. They could, they could they could spin this around in less than a day. And the more, I mean, we're watching HD video, and we're not here to brag about that, but we are watching HD. It's amazing how much makeup <laughs> yes. these people wear. Because now, because the HD, you can see everything. Yeah, these people look like clowns on TV now with this makeup. It's unbelievable. Oh, they are clowns essentially. Well, yeah, okay. but... All right. Well, anywho. Uh... All right. <laughs> All right. So back to. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. You know what? Uh, we're we're we get the last out. We'll be right back after this short break, and we'll talk about new offers for 9/11 health benefits uh, victims. We'll talk about some good news for once. You're listening to the Animal Farm Radio Show on We the People Radio Network. Hey, you're listening to Ben, Tony, and Pyatt on Animal Farm Radio Show. Hey, you touch that dial, I'll break your f***ing head. here somewhat. Animal Farm Show. Visit us on the web at animalfarmshow.com. You can instant message us. Nobody calls us tonight. We have no love. I guess we're just so entertaining to listen to, Hair Ben. <laughs> we got about a lot of love. No. No, it's great. No, it's okay. Listen, sometimes they call, sometimes they don't. I guess, uh, you know, people are so involved with watching this whole delegate thing tonight, but it is 512-646-1984. And you could also instant message us at Animal Farm Show, one word. On AIM, so I guess I was there's... wondering when you were going to call. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> that's my thought. New York City offers new 9/11 health benefit out of WABC. New York City Health Department is offering a new mental health benefit program for people still struggling with the effects of the World Trade Center attack. The health department will reimburse out-of-pocket costs for mental health or substance use treatment through a claims process similar to any insurance benefit. New York City residents. And uh, city workers can find out if they're eligible by calling 311 or visiting the agency's website, which unfortunately doesn't really list right here. But the new benefit covers out-of-pocket costs for outpatient mental health and substance use services, and it also covers medication, laboratory work, and psychological evaluations. So I guess the question here um, is, do you qualify? And hopefully we can get some of these people who are, uh, sadly enough, I mean, mortally yeah, they're they're just yeah. dying. I mean, people who have cancer, mesothelioma, from all the uh, ingestible particles in the air, all the stuff, mm-hmm. and that's not the least of it. People who have just uh, broken down. I mean, the sad thing is you hear about these people who used to be athletes and used to be runners and all these things, and they're in wheelchairs now. So hopefully these people can find something with this program to uh, to help them with their, yeah. their symptoms. I hope. And, and I really know, hope. Just to give a little perspective on uh, this this article right here that we're talking about, the good news. Uh, we also have bad news in regards to. The 
the person that told uh, that. I was just going to say the, she's yeah. she's completely. Yeah, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry, man. Yeah, Christy Todd Whitman, Whitman yeah. Uh, has basically uh, gotten away with murder. She was the person that told everybody that they didn't have to wear their mask and that uh, there were no health effects or no, no nothing wrong in the in the World Trade Center. So if anybody wanted to go ahead and take off their masks and uh, do what they wanted to do, they could just go ahead and do it. And the court just ruled that uh, she had the right, to, I guess, to lie to everybody and uh, and basically uh, just get away with well with other death. You're a liar. From what I heard, you're a liar. From what I read, excuse me. Uh, from what I read in that one piece, I think it was New York Times or something. I guess the court ruled that she was simply you know, repeating information that was given to her by the White House. And I said to myself, okay, mm -hmm. fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Who is to blame for it and who is going to get fired or, um, you know, who's responsible? Who's going to get punished for this? This is unacceptable. Thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. If we, we could only be so lucky, you're already guilty of, yeah. like, like so many politicians get away with everything. And nobody's accountable. Nobody gets, uh, you know, nobody gets even a slap on the hand. Yeah. Um, so Just to give people an update, it uh, looks like uh, Obama's coming back here 47% to 53%. Ooh, that's uh, a heck of a jump. Heck of a jump. 3% is uh, reporting in Pennsylvania right now, and it looks like uh, Obama. Obama's doing pretty well, a lot better than the polls uh, suggested that he was doing. You know, listen, whatever. We're, I just want to find out who the ha who the damn nominee is. I'm getting so sick of playing this game. But well, here's the thing: regardless of which one's going to get elected, we're still going to have crap like this going on. And I wanted to play this clip yeah. before the end of the show because it's so. Oh, definitely. It's it's about insect cyborgs. Okay, this is. <laughs> Bear with us here, folks. Bear with us here. <laughs> Follow me now, okay? Don't Follow me now. Don't, don't lose me, okay? Insect cyborgs. Okay, is now a reality, and uh, <laughs> they're coming out with uh, studies. Here's here's the clip. Incredible, incredible. <laughs> Some music. Groovy here, folks. We're gonna give you a little. This moth isn't just swinging around. It's been bugged. Researchers at Cornell University can take control of its flight using electrodes implanted into its muscles. Here, signals are sent to its left flight muscle to make it lift that wing. Different signals can be sent for it to lower its wing, to lift both wings at once, or to make them flap. Increasing the frequency of the pulse makes the wings beat faster. If a signal is sent only to one side while the moth is flying, it will veer in that direction. Another group at the University of Michigan implanted electrodes into the brains of June beetles, close to neurons that control flight. A computer program in the device controls the beetle, and here it beats its wings and takes off when a negative voltage is sent to its brain. At the University of Arizona, researchers are putting moths in control and using them as a pair of eyes. They've found out how to intercept signals from their visual system and how to use them to make a robot move. Here, a graduate student demonstrates how the robot can be steered. Combining living and machine components could eventually make robotic systems more effective. Now, my question to everybody out there is, what's going to happen, <laughs> what? what's going to happen when this type of technology gets uh, put into human beings? What's going to happen when prison uh, members out there, they're not talking about microchipping them. What's going to happen when people say, let's, let's control their behavior so that they can't do any more wrong? Hmm. Interesting. So we're heading towards a brave new world. Well, here, you know, to paraphrase uh, George Carlin, it, it, the government can screw with you anytime they want as long as you put up with it. And obviously he used some more uh, explanatory language that I don't want to actually say. But he's right. I mean, you know, listen, the, te the technology is so far advanced from even what we think. 
and uh, you know we're we're kind of the young gun guns here. We kind of know what's going on out there, but the technology is amazing. And uh, yeah, I mean, they can bug any house. Just just imagine if. Uh, but now they'll literally be bugging houses. Well, that's exactly it. <laughs> literally, I mean, yeah. now, it's not just old school bugging with the wires everywhere, Stasi style. But you know, now it's really uh, far advanced. And I can only imagine what what Hitler would have done with this technology. God help us. Oh, it would have been the you playground. One with it the ball. Would have been ridiculous. Uh, and it's ridiculous. It's, it's bad now. I mean, listen, we're 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 heading into a a dark dark time here. So. Um, Either way, you know, like like you always say, Ben, you always cheer me up when I'm when I'm down and out, <laughs> and remind me that yes, we are, you know, we're fighting the good fight here, and and we're trying to get the information out. Now, I'm not sure if anybody was listening tonight because nobody called in, but folks, if you did, thanks and thank you for the uh, the fast blast or the instant messages. Absolutely. And we will obviously back Thursday with Charles Ratner in the studio. We will play Law or Lie and have a little bit more fun than we used to ha- used to having. Maybe have some of you want to play with us. But for Ben and Pyre and Tony Pax saying uh, dissent in your government is. As American as apple pie. How do you like that? All right, ah, folks. Great. Take that, put it in your pipe, and smoke it. And we'll talk to you guys on Thursday. Thank you. Goodbye. Whether I'm right or wrong, I said it won't be too long.